Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So good to be back again online as we are entering into the very last month in these last days, uh, which are so evident right now. So let's worship him who's worthy. Give him thanks because he truly is worthy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Our redemption draws nigh. Thank you, Lord. So we lift up our heads and we worship you and praise you and look with great expectation. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. Let the weak say I am strong in the strength of the Lord. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in Thee. I will trust in You. Let the weak say I am strong. In the strength of the Lord. Halabashere babarandarabaya. O mandredis dovrevedin jere prasta. We give you thanks that you are faithful. Epatala mino costa. Watching over your word. You will do what you said. Mambridis te plajarambali cante. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. That you are unchanging, Maserada Balmariante, the Holy One, Menocusto Preside Balmante, worship and adore you now, Separaba Balmande, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, whole earth is filled with your glory. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for your mercy, thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for the mighty Holy Spirit who is in us right now, guiding us, teaching us your ways. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. So let's open up our Bibles today to the book of Revelation. It's a wonderful uh, book which has to be uh, read cautiously uh, in context with uh, the plan of God rather than, you know, stepping on some minds that will just blow you away. So it's good to know it. Even though you don't know it, it's a blessing to read it. 
Because the Bible says those who read it are blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's read uh, Revelation 14. Notice there the 13th verse. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. Hallelujah. From henceforth. Yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's an interesting scripture there. Notice that it says uh, they are blessed. They are not cursed. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. In the Lord. So for the believer, it's a blessing to depart from this earthly realm and go home and meet our Savior, our Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God that they may rest, he says, from their labors and their works do follow them. Hallelujah. So don't look at uh, death in the Lord as some kind of curse and tragedy. But rather, begin to look at it the way uh, God looks at it. He says it is a blessing. <laughs> Praise God. That kind of turns things around. So, uh, hallelujah. The Bible declares also in other scriptures that it's a gain to depart and be with Christ. And, you know, you're gaining the glory of God. And it is precious in the sight of the Lord. You know, all these kind of scriptures. And that we should not sorrow as others do who have no hope. So many, so many scriptures. But, um, you know, we are uh, very wary of uh, death, basically. Because it had a sting in there that um, caused fear. However, we are delivered from that bondage and that fear. Praise God. And so don't forget to constantly remind yourself that for you, death is just a homecoming. And the worst thing that can happen to you is that you go home. Hallelujah. And be on streets of gold. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I was uh, the other day uh, listening to some mu believers' music uh, in this a vehicle and as we were going on my children were there also and you know they noticed that I changed uh, the song even though it was a believer's song and so on and you know and they were, uh, he my son asked why did you do that so I said uh, yeah it's a nice song but the guy died young hallelujah praise God so I, I don't really like to listen to that and so uh, you know there's something about uh, living long, finishing your course, accomplishing the plan of God, which is attributed to uh, making the right kind of choices. Hallelujah. Uh, it is in the scripture. You can see that there are things you can do that will lengthen your life and there are things that you do that can shorten your life, uh, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, I, I am, I'm just about halfway through hundred, so um, I, I'm concerned about these things, you know. And so I said, I, I listen to people who have lived long. I don't really listen to people who are still young because they haven't proven some things. Amen. And um, wow, it looked like a blast for them because uh, wow, this is major, 
Because usually as you're, when you're young, you look at older people as poo, failure, the negative side. You know, they have passed their prime. But the, the blessing in the Lord is that they have not passed their prime, but they're there. Uh, and actually doing better and more in the things of God. And they are achieving the target. That's why they're still alive. Hallelujah. That means they are making some positive moves. They are moving in the right direction. Of course, if in between, uh, you know, it happens that we leave, praise God, you're still blessed. <laughs> it's a win-win situation. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. In Christ, you are guaranteed that you win. Always, always, always. So, we that are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord, thank God we can make decisions. We can make the right kind of choices that can affect us and uh, fulfill the plan of God for our lives on the earth. May the Lord have mercy upon all of us in Jesus' name. It is of his mercies that we are not consumed because his mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. So we thank you for tender mercies again today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. But back in that verse, I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me. So this is definitely, um, you know, from God's perspective. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. So make sure you're a believer. Make sure that you have no doubt that if Jesus paid for your sin, your curse, took the punishment for it, suffered, roasted in the fires of hell, and then paid the price, and for your justification, he rose again, and you have believed that in your heart, you have confessed it with your mouth, that you are in the Lord. You are a new creature. Hallelujah. All things are passed away. You are a very son of God. With all of his privileges. Praise God. And notice it says that they may rest from their labors. Thank God for that. Ha 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 ha. I believe there's some, some finality to that. There's a rest from the labors. You know the Bible has different words for rest. And um, they are noteworthy. There is a rest that uh, is a heavenly rest that comes from bearing the yoke of the Lord Jesus and you will have rest for your souls. And uh, the actual uh, words for that are, you know, different, different words. But um, thank God for rest. Hallelujah. And that one of these days, all of us are going to rest from our labors. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So might as well be uh, aware of that. Notice that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Isn't that interesting that your works will follow you as you go into that heavenly realm also? Glory to God. Isn't that interesting? And then your works get judged and your works get tested by the fire of God and uh, the wood, hay and stubble will be burnt and the precious will remain. Thank you, Jesus. The silver, gold, and precious stones will remain. Ha ha. Glory to God. Thank God for that which remains. Hallelujah. So, you know, keep these thoughts in mind. And uh, <clears throat> and just, you know, it calls for joy. It calls for sobriety at the same time. Uh, it, it calls for endurance. All of these things. Praise God. Let's hear this scripture also in Canada. Revelation fourteen thirteen. 
ಪರಲೋಕದಿಂದ ಬಂದ ಶಬ್ದವನ್ನು ನಾನು ಕೇಳಿದೆನು ಅದು ಹಿಂದಿನಿಂದ ಕರ್ತನಲ್ಲಿ ಯಾರು ಸಾಯುವರೋ ಆ ಸತ್ತವರು ಧನ್ಯರು ಎಂಬುದಾಗಿ ಬರೇ ಎಂದು ನನಗೆ ಹೇಳಿತು ಹೌದು ಅವರು ತಮ್ಮ ಪ್ರಯಾಸಗಳಿಂದ ವಿಶ್ರಮಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವರು ಅವರ ಕ್ರಿಯೆಗಳು ಅವರನ್ನು ಹಿಂಬಾಲಿಸುತ್ತವೆ ಎಂದು ಆತ So you don't need to get just to heaven and then rest you can also enjoy rest here praise god by wearing his yoke uh and learning from him you can enjoy uh, rest praise god so we thank god for all of these kind of thoughts and um, may the lord have his way in our lives may we each be led and may we accomplish the plan of god amen uh, i'd like us to turn into another scripture over there in the book of Micah Micah if you remember is after Jonah and uh, it's a good thing to know these scriptures notice there it says in the 6th chapter of Micah he has showed the old man notice that what is good and what doth the lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy god what is scripture praise god that's uh, another amazing thing that you will notice that the book of micah has a lot about the mercy of god that god delights in mercy <clears throat> and um, the more you understand that that you are coming to the throne of grace to receive mercy from the father of mercies uh that you are also a container of the mercy of god that that mercy has been given to you you are a vessel of mercy you are a vessel of honor and the blessing for the merciful all of these things is so much that we need to uh dive into in the mercy of god hallelujah let's hear micah 6:8 also in kannada ಮನುಷ್ಯನೇ ಉತ್ತಮವಾದ ಅದನ್ನು ನಿನಗೆ ಆತನು ತಿಳಿಸಿದ್ದಾನೆ ಹೌದು ನ್ಯಾಯವನ್ನು ಮಾಡುವುದು ಕರುಣೆಯನ್ನು ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಮಾಡುವುದು ನಿನ್ನ ದೇವರ ಸಂಗಡ ವಿನಯವಾಗಿ ನಡೆಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದು ಇದನ್ನೇ ಹೊರತು ಕರ್ತನು ಇನ್ನೇನು ನಿನ್ನಿಂದ ಕೇಳುತ್ತಾನೆ ಐಮೇನ್ ಸೋ ಗಾಡ್ ಹಸ್ ಶೋನ್ ಅಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಲೆಫ್ಟ್ ಅಸ್ देयर ವಿದೌಟ್ ಎನಿ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಷನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಗುಡ್ ಐಮೇನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ರಿಕ್ವೈರ್ ನೋಟಿಸ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ರಿಕ್ವೈರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ what do you want from me o lord he says but to do justly do the right thing to love mercy to walk humbly with thy god amen so this is the answer to the question what do you want me to do and uh, show me o lord and god says i'll show you man hey man you know o man <laughs> god is good <laughs> what does he require he says do the right thing do justly do the thing which is right from the scripture from the god of rightness or righteousness justice to love mercy notice that walk humbly with thy god amen all of these things have to be uh, sort of watched like uh, <clears throat> meters on a dashboard as you are driving or you know riding you observe things on the the dashboard and observe the meters the gauges that you are walking in righteousness in the right ways of god justly that you love mercy that you are merciful the word in the old testament here for mercy is loving kindness 
Hallelujah. That which the womb shows to the child that is still uh, unborn into the world but is in the mother's womb. There is a lot of tender mercy that the womb is supplying to that child. So we are encouraged to be very tender and merciful and to love that and to walk humbly with our God. Amen. To walk humbly with our God. What a, what a, what a scripture, what a lineup of thoughts to begin to flow uh, <clears throat> with and observe uh, cautiously as we are on the earth. Amen. Isn't it nice that God said, this is what I expect from you. Praise God. And so we're going to adjust ourselves uh, to be like that. Amen. These are the expectations of God from us. And God will never give us uh, a thing to do and not empower us uh, to do it. Praise God. That's the power of the uh, grace of God. The new covenant grace that people seem to be confused about is that if God told you to do something, then he's empowered you to do it. Hallelujah. That's the grace of God. And if you miss it, you can always go to 1 John 1, nine. Say, forgive me, Father. He's faithful and just to forgive you, cleanse you from all righteousness. And guess what? He forgets. He forgives and he forgets also. And so why should you remember it? It's over. And just move on with the Lord. Pick up where you left off and go with God. Hallelujah. So you can see here there are uh, clear things written for us to ponder about and as you are hearing the word if you have the hearing ear the listening ear if you have ears to hear faith will rise up and it will take over in your life because the word of God is alive and powerful and that power in the word will be released through hearing that's why you shouldn't get tired of hearing the word of God the conviction the power that's in the word will cause you to move in that direction Amen. But notice that we're called to walk humbly with God. One scripture in the book of Proverbs. book of Proverbs has lots of scriptures that will help along these lines with wisdom to deal and choose wisely. In Proverbs 11 it says in verse 2, When pride cometh, then cometh, notice, shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. So you could look at it different ways also. That if you're always, uh, you know, sort of ashamed or easily embarrassed, maybe you have a pride problem. Hallelujah. Easily uh, affected to be embarrassed. And, oh, you know, maybe you think too highly of yourself. Of course, in the new covenant, because of our place in Christ, we are very high. <laughs> and so that makes you sort of confident and maybe sometimes overconfident but then on the other hand we should also be careful that we are not uh, off in simple bragado you know just puffed up unnecessarily because it's usually just hot air or even cold air but praise god it's just air <clears throat> and so to walk humbly with thy god notice that And so uh, be careful, watch your own life and check for yourself. Uh, You know, eventually our works are going to go before the throne. And they're going to follow us into the eternal realms. Amen. And so um, if we do not make the adjustment here, we will have to account for it there. 
Isn't that a convenient thing? That you can make the adjustment here and then you don't have to account for it there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Glory to God. So self-adjustment and uh, taking stock is very powerful. So as we enter the new year, begin to take stock of your life. Begin to uh, examine stuff and make changes, adjustments. Get it confessed. Get it under the blood. You know, get free from those thoughts and pursue the plan of God, which is quite plainly written here, as you can see, uh, to do justly, to walk in righteousness, to do the right thing. To love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. Amen. You know that Satan uh, found that he uh, was kicked out of heaven. Kicked out from the place of authority. Because uh, iniquity and pride were found in him and so on. So uh, don't forget when you're starting to feel very high and mighty that failure is also possible. Praise God. So let us walk humbly before the Lord our God. Amen. All right. We'll go forward and notice something about faith and the position of humility. All of these things, they work together. Observe, therefore, that in Isaiah 28, there's something very interesting that uh, you have seen in years uh, before, if you have been tuning in, listening Uh, to the scriptures from this place and uh, so forth. Notice there in Isaiah 28 we've talked about other verses when we speak in tongues and all but as you proceed down in the 16th verse it says therefore thus says the Lord God behold I lay in Zion for a foundation a stone a tried stone a precious corner stone, a sure foundation. Thank God that you can see here our salvation is a great foundation, is a sure foundation. And that's why we go to heaven, because Jesus purchased our salvation. Glory to God. It was not we who did that. Amen. It was Jesus who purchased it. We could not save ourselves. We appreciate the fact that we needed a Savior. We called upon Him. And those who put their trust in Him will never be put to shame. Romans 10 tells us that. Amen. Sure foundation. Thank God for the sure foundation. God has called Jesus that tried precious stone. Notice it was tried, proven. Jesus went through tests, trials just like you and I and did not fail. He went, paid the price in our stead. Amen. But notice verse, uh, the same 16th verse continues. Let's call it the B part. He that believeth shall not make haste. This is uh, also quoted as he that believeth shall not be put to shame. Praise God. You will notice that in the New Testament. But notice here it is also written as they will not make haste. They will not be in a hurry. Amen. So if you're in faith, you don't have to be in a hurry. In other words, we need to begin to embrace this thing called patient endurance. Hallelujah. Joyful, confident expectation, which is also another term for faith. Praise God. is also connected to uh, hope and also connected to being uh, in a place of endurance no matter what happens. 
He that believes shall not make haste. Praise God. Think about that for a minute. Let's hear this in Kannada also. Isaiah 28, 16. So the devil and the world and the flesh always tell us to hurry, 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 hurry. Hurry, 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 hurry. It's like you are in a competition and a race with uh, the world and everybody else. But it's, it's very uh, safe to realize that you are not competing with anybody else. You are simply called to compete uh, with your flesh nature and overcome it and go into the will of God. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo, that kind of delivers you, you know. There is no competition among believers. Hallelujah. Because each one of us has a specific race to run and a plan in God. Hallelujah. And we just need to obey that. Amen. And we need to realize that the flesh and the world will tell us to hurry, hurry, hurry. Because the enemy is not patient. He's on a clock and his time is running out. Hallelujah. But you and I have all eternity also to Enjoy God. Enjoy the rewards and benefits. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Observe also Habakkuk chapter 2. If you are familiar with the basic doctrines in our study on faith towards God, this is one of the verses uh, among the other uh, verses that we quote. Habakkuk 2.4 Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Amen. Interesting scripture there. Let's hear this also in Canada. It's an interesting uh, writing there. In the Amplified it says, Look at the proud. His soul is not straight or right within him but rigidly just and uncompromisingly righteous man shall live by his faith and in his faithfulness. That's the amplified version. Praise God. Notice here that therefore you could say that those of us who have humbled ourselves, bowed our knees and accepted Jesus by faith, we don't trust in our works to get saved. Amen. We have humbled ourselves and accepted what Jesus did for us as our Savior and put faith in Him and what He has done, not in our own ability. Praise God. You could see here that faith uh, trusts in God's ability, not in our own ability. It's not about putting faith in ourselves. It is putting faith in God and His Word, God's Spirit, God's grace. And so, uh, humility and faith, they go together. Amen. Humility and faith always go together. If you're in faith, you're humble. People who are in faith ought to be humble people. Because they are not trusting themselves, they're trusting God. They're putting no confidence in their flesh and in their efforts. Hallelujah. They're putting all their confidence in God and His word, His promises, His ability. Amen. So, uh, being in faith is the right place. It's the right position all the time. 
It will fill the requirements that God stated there over in Micah about having uh, the humble heart and having the just and the righteous way of doing things, loving mercy, trusting the mercy of God, uh, and being uh, also a giver of mercy. The one who loves mercy, who loves God the Father and is acting like Him, He's also merciful. Hallelujah. The blessed person is a merciful person. He's always ready to forgive. He's always ready to let it go. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we are striving uh, only to think upon these things and keep our ears full of it so that it, it moves from our head feelings to our heart. Amen. Salvation is of the heart. It's not really in the head. Praise God. It's not about how you feel in your head or in your brain. It's what the, the Bible says is heart faith. Amen. God sees your heart. And God saw our heart before time began and knew that at such and such date we would say yes to Him. Hallelujah. And based on that He chose us. Glory to God. So we are... Uh, Knowing really more and more that a person who is walking in faith is also uh, a person who trusts in humility and not in his own ability. He is trusting God. Amen. And he is also a person who has to be merciful. Glory to God. All of these things eventually uh, lead us to the uh, path of mercy and trusting in God. Hallelujah. It's of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. Praise God. Let's move on uh, to some other thought over there in the book of Timothy. If you observe, Timothy is a uh, letter written to people who are in ministry because he's writing to his uh, son in the Lord. Praise God, Timothy. And so it's interesting. It's good to read it. Even though it is a personal letter and it's more ministry type, it also unveils the heart of those that are uh, in ministry and the way things ought to be. You have lots of challenges, needless to say, in uh, doing the work of the Lord and you will prosper and you will do well because it's God's way uh, and therefore you will also sometimes be persecuted for that. Usually you should understand that with persecution, there must be an understanding that you did something right. <laughs> You've been noticed. Praise God. You are living right. You're doing the right thing and that's why you're persecuted. Amen. Those that live godly will be persecuted. So uh, in addition to that, there are also people to deal with. Amen. So over there in Second Timothy 4, notice verse 10. Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this present world. And then he goes on. And is departed onto Thessalonica. Crescens to Galatia. Uh, Titus to Dalmatia. Praise God. So uh, he says in verse 11. Only Luke is with me. So at this point. Uh, probably he was generally abandoned. And only Luke stayed with him. But this statement. That Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this present world is what we need to uh, think about. You know, people, uh, they don't really know about the future world. And so they have nothing to love about the future. They have everything to love about the present because they know about the present. 
the present is available through their senses. Amen. But the future world is not really available in our senses right now. It is a place of faith. It is a place in the spirit right now. And so there is ignorance about it. Amen. And so we need to talk about it. And then people will hear it. And then they have faith in it. Confidence in it. And joy and rest comes from that. Amen. Notice, let's hear 2 Timothy 4 verse 10 also in Canada. So if one were to say, Lord, why, why is it that a person like Demas who worked with Paul, one of the greatest <clears throat> apostles and men that lived for the Lord, that wrote three quarters of the New Testament, why would he leave him? Why would he forsake him? And the answer is, the world, the, the world has power. It, that system out there has gratification. Uh, though it is temporary, man, it definitely gratifies. You know, you feel good. And for that feel good of the world, you know, you could even <coughs> sort of uh, leave the Lord and your work place and position in God and just go meander around. But the answer to that is what? It has a positive spin also that we must be able to present to the believer the future world also. Hallelujah. I have been, you know, impressed by the, the future world. Anytime I see the present world, the old world, I also think about the future world. Amen. Hallelujah. The future world. And science fiction and Marvel and all of them are trying to conjure up something, you know, like that. And try to make it a parallel universe and etc., etc. And even a metaverse and a virtual uh, universe, etc., etc. But the Bible talks about a future world. And we must be impressed with it. And we should hear about it, think about it. And we will begin to love it also. Praise God. We are ordered by God not to love this world. Nor, you know, the attitudes of this world. Which basically has to do with feelings. Amen. So uh, we live by faith, not by feelings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so we are uh, constrained to walk humbly before God, to love mercy, to do the right thing, to choose God's way. Amen. And uh, praise God. Uh, these kind of scriptures tell us that, you know, you may start out nicely, you may start out well, but you have to maintain that every day. Amen. And so you don't have to live too far to realize you cannot plan too much ahead and you have to forget the things that are past because you're dealing with a present day reality. You have one day at a time and wisdom has to do with numbering the days. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at a scripture in the book of Psalms which uh, also is Important in these kind of uh, thoughts and uh, decisions that we are making. Glory to God. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. So in the 90th Psalm, which is uh, attributed to Moses uh, and uh, the time of the uh, rebellion in the desert, uh, provocation when they provoked God. You know, the other day we were saying, 
uh, on, on one Sunday that instead of provoking God, we can please Him. Hallelujah. We can turn the thing around. We have the ability to choose to not provoke Him, but to please Him. Either to harden our heart or soften our heart. Amen. We can decide. Thank God we can. We can just say, I'm going to please God. Forgive me, Lord. I hardened myself there. I'm ready to please you. And that's all. There you go. You know, as simple as that. So returning to that place is simple confession. Forgive me. It's over. And you've returned. Praise God. That's how quickly you can return. So 1 John 1, nine becomes really one of the, the best verses that you have ever stumbled upon in the scripture. Because you can always return to God just like that. Holy Ghost starts to work immediately and draws you to that place of repentance so that you are walking with God in fellowship all over again. Amen. Relationship is never broken. But fellowship can be broken. You are his son. Amen. Even the guy in the pig pen who took the inheritance and squandered it on riotous living, he at one point said, I will go to my father's house. Notice, he knows that's his father's house. And he's a son of that house. Amen. And we are sons. Glory to God. That is not broken. Thank God. But fellowship you know, can be broken. We may not be, a, you know, at, in talking terms like we used to because uh, we have gone astray in quotes, so to speak, but we are sons. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. That foundation is so sure. Glory to God. Amen. So in that provocation, they died a little early. Verse 10 says, uh, The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, or 80, yet is their strength, uh, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Amen. According to these verses, people have chosen to say that, you know, you must live 70 and then that's that, you know, and maybe even 80 if you have more power and energy. Praise God. But really, uh, that was not what he was saying. What he was saying is, even in a rebellious time, like this, in the old covenant, they could live for 70 or 80 years. Isn't that interesting? So what will happen if someone is not rebellious, and someone is soft towards God, and yielding, and pliable, and ready to confess, ready to adjust? I think we can expect to live longer. Amen? Part of the faith that we have is that we will live long and see good days. By the fear of God. Learning the fear of God will improve our days. Amen. <clears throat> but in that same vein, notice verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. So we take each day, not, you know, too many days, but we take each day and choose to apply wisdom. Amen. Praise God from the depths of our heart, from our deep thoughts. Uh, this should be our uh, desire, praise God, to make the right choice, to apply our hearts to wisdom. And we need to be taught. So we welcome the Holy Spirit to yada us about it, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Amen. That sometimes <laughs> refers to yakking or talking too much, but it also means teach me, teach me, teach me. Yada, yada, yada. Teach me to number my days. Teach me to value each day that I may give it the best wisdom and the best choice. Hallelujah. Lord, teach me. Amen. This comes with the fear of the Lord. Teach me. 
You know, the fear of the Lord is an interesting thing. Praise God. Let's hear verse 10, first of all, and then verse 12 in Kannada. Amen. So, uh, this kind of dealing, this kind of thought pattern is also known as the wisdom of God. Being able to make conclusions uh, the way God sees it and then applying it to our own lives is wisdom. Amen. Not going by what we have learnt uh, just on the street and in the uh, places of learning in the world uh, that may love and may cause you to love this present world, but also to tap into uh, God's ways and learning His ways. And that is important. God said he, he likes people who want to know His ways. Amen. And uh, that should be our desire. That is a wise choice. It will lengthen your days. It will give you good days also. Amen. So we who are believers are encouraged to think along these lines. Amen. So you could say wisdom is the principal thing along with the word of God. It's the main thing. Let the main thing be always the main thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Wisdom can give you length of days, riches and honor. If you are actually trusting God, according to the scriptures, the Bible declares that it will be added onto you and not taken away. You know, these are guarantees. Imagine, these are God's own unalterable guarantees. Amen. So we're taking God at his word and stepping out there by faith. Notice James chapter 3 in the new covenant uh, coming from James, the half-brother of the Lord Jesus, according to the book of Galatians. He was the Lord's half-brother. And here we have a statement from this pastor of the Jerusalem church, very celebrity kind of church, you know, kind of mega church kind of place. And there he begins to talk about wisdom in the same chapter as he's talking about the tongue. So wisdom, the tongue, and so forth go together. Notice verse 17, but the wisdom that is from above. In other words, there is a wisdom that is from here, the street wise wisdom. Amen. Which is sensual, the Bible says. Notice that it has got envy, strife, it's got confusion, it's got every evil work. Every evil work. So uh, we would do well to avoid that kind of wisdom. Amen. Uh, it descends not from above, but is earthly. It is sensual. It is devilish. So going by your senses could lead you into another kind of wisdom which you don't want to dabble into. Praise God. You don't have to uh, think like everybody else and go by your senses. It has envy and strife and confusion and every evil work. But the good news, verse 17, the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, notice that, easy to be entreated, full of mercy. We were told to love mercy, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. Amen. 
Notice here that this is a very interesting lineup that is summarized uh, for us to be the wisdom of God. Amen. Let's hear um, maybe verse 15 first of all in Canada, and then we'll see. Amen. So there is a sensual or a feeling-based wisdom. Amen. How do you feel? How does that feel? How does that look? You know, all about the senses. And so don't make decisions based on that. That could be also devilish and it could have... Uh, results and it could have come from envying, comparing, from words harshly spoken, praise God, fighting with each other and eventually confusion and every evil work. So there are results to it, there are roots to it, uh, we should just try to avoid it from the onset. Before it becomes a flood, we should nip it in the bud. Amen. And notice the rhymes also. Glory to God. But the wisdom that is from above. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Praise God. That's what we are looking for. Amen. Let's see verse 16 and then 17 also in Canada. Amen. There were times where we had to uh, rely on it more than ever and that we were able to keep our soul and we didn't just blow up. Thank God for that. But now, particularly in the last days, uh, wherever you live, you have to just be in this. Because, you know, the world is surrounding us with evil, trying to cut your life, cut you down, reduce you, abuse you, uh, change normal things which uh, had no questions, uh, are now becoming abnormal. That's strange. We are living in a sense-driven world that has reached almost its height where sense is all that matters, praise God. Uh, even in God's own country, you know, things are happening where a girl is marrying another girl, you know, all of that stuff. They seem to be the path finders and the path breakers in this country for the first time winning a case like that. Praise God. So in the same God's own country, you can be the witness for truth and, and be a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But this is the wisdom that's from above. It's from above. There is a rest from above also. There is a new birth where you're born from above. We are born from above. Hallelujah. Our citizenship is in heaven. Glory to God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. You know, and so uh, we need to begin to consider that there is a place we came from and we're going back to. Hallelujah. And uh, thank God that it is true. Thank God that other than that, all you have is devilish, sensual, strife-ridden, destructive, fallen nature. Amen. And so we are going to go against that. We're going to hold fast to the things of the wisdom of God. 
And notice that it is full of mercy and good fruits. Easy to live with. Easy to get along with. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you know, sometimes in our trying to be easy to get along with, uh, we may uh, even try to mar the things that are right. Change the standards a little bit. Amen. For instance, if you were, <clears throat> you know, in a race, you may all start out well and then, praise God, uh, somewhere in between some folks quit and then somewhere at the end you notice people coming in like that and because we are easy to get along with we may say everybody won yay because we're easy to, we don't want this guy to be sad while this guy's happy so we want everybody to just be happy so we just sometimes we may be under pressure to adjust and fudge things a little so that everybody's happy Amen. That's one possibility. Amen. Give them a prize also. Give them a prize also. Give them a prize. But really, um, even though we're not competing with each other, there's a recognized way of doing things, and then you're given a prize. Amen. Things that uh, are not meeting that standard will go up in flames. Praise God. But we get to heaven. Uh, if we do it the right way, we get honored for that also. So you get heaven plus plus. Today's message could be heaven plus plus. <laughs> Amen. Heaven is awesome. I mean, people are like, man, I got heaven down here. There's no heaven. There's no hell because I got my yacht. You know, I got all the babes. I, I got my bling. I got my Ferraris. I got my, my stable is full of them, man. I got my aircraft. I got it all. What heaven? I got heaven already. Amen. But you know that you can achieve that also by the wisdom of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that will be a different attitude. It will be a humble attitude. By the grace of God I have all these things. Amen. I have the bling. I have this. I have that. You know I have that and the other. Praise God. Thank God for believers who have all of that. Amen. But with the right attitude it's a different kind of life. Amen. Doing right Loving mercy. Imagine that brother who is so uh, blessed that he's able to communicate and fellowship and share with others. Amen. Because he has tapped into the wisdom of God and he, he has this desire. Amen. To be able to uh, share mercy. It's the Lord's mercy. Because of his mercy, I'm still alive. And so I can share. Praise God. Amen. Let others benefit from the mercy of God also. Be merciful. The Bible says mercy is like an ornament also. It is actually your ornament. People see it on you. This guy is good. This guy is compassionate. This guy is merciful. It's not in the clothes. You can wear all of that and be Cruella de Vil. You have the latest fur, the phantom, you know, uh, car, etc. And you're still just as mean as Cruella. Amen. Which is, uh, you know, devilish. But on the other hand, you can have all of this and be in the wisdom of God and be a blessing. And share your mercy with others. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says you are full of mercy. And what you are full of will show up. It will come through. It's because it's full. That's why it's coming through. If it's not full, it won't come out. It won't overflow. Amen. So sometimes you have to uh, get to a place where you can see fullness. Fullness. Overflow. You are merciful because it has satisfied you and now it runs over. Amen. 
It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. They are new every morning. And we are vessels of mercy. Hallelujah. And the great thing about it is that you get rewarded for it. Woohoo! Because you did it in mercy. You did it in love. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? Praise the Lord. Let's look at some scripture again, which, uh, you know, helps. 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, right? Faith and love cannot be separated. If we are faith people, we must understand that faith works by love. Galatians 5, 6, it's not external things like circumcision that are proof of your salvation, but faith that works by love. Amen. Faith works by love. Hallelujah. So uh, the bottom in there, the engine inside must be faith, love, you know, combo working. The generators of love. Notice what it says in verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, King James calls it charity, I am become a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Just a noisy gong, one version says. Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Isn't that interesting? Wow. To have faith that you could remove mountains, but not have faith, I mean love, is producing nothing. You are actually nothing and you produce nothing. Verse 3, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, everything, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. Wow. So you can give everything and get nothing. So it better be for the right reasons. Otherwise, you can check your exam sheet now and see a big pugium there. <laughs> and thank God we can check things right here. You know, this is where we can check. And then we don't have to account for it there because you checked it here. Praise God. Hallelujah. So these kind of scriptures, I thank God for them. Notice, love suffers long. It's kind. Does not envy. Does not, you know, puff itself up. It's always seeking not just its own benefit. It's not easily provoked. Thinks no evil. Ooh, man. This is like a tall order, isn't it? But you know what? It's inside us. It's the very life and nature of God. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost given to us. We have the same nature inside there, but we'll have to look deeper than our flesh. It's in our spirit. It does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Bears all things. Believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. It never fails. Amazing. Praise God. What I want us to observe here as we approach the end of the year is that we can adjust. We can just say, Lord, forgive me. I've not been walking in love. I've been just thinking about myself. 
I've not been thinking about how to be merciful, how to be compassionate, how to think about others, but I just want to make the adjustment right here. Forgive me in Jesus' name. Pow. And it's all gone. Imagine. It's all gone. Woo. And you're back in fellowship with God. And anything that's done in fellowship with God gets rewards. Those works follow us into the eternal realms. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, this is one reason why I believe that, uh, you know, Jesus is not coming back for a church that is perfect. Because we're always going to be adjusting. Hallelujah. Can you imagine the last guy who got saved? He was a, you know, he was a druggie and he was in jail and, you know, and uh, he got saved and he got into church, but he, he, he was saved. But in church, uh, you know, he learned that you can drop the habit. You know, you can change your mind and you can live in this place that's not animal and worldly. And three days after he learned that, before he could put it into practice, Jesus came. So Jesus is not going to wait till everybody has adjusted their life. Then we have to deal with people who are not saved first. Make sure every believer is at the same level. Then we give room to the guy who's just going to get saved. Now that's not going to happen. So it can't be like that. It has to be based on the sovereign will of God that if you're a believer, because you have that foundation that you did not work with, you're going to be raptured. Hallelujah. So he must be talking about something else. That scripture says he presents to himself a church without spot or wrinkle. When does that happen? When are you going to be presented to the Lord by him without spot and wrinkle? It has to be when you get to heaven. Amen. It, it has to be after you have been judged. Amen. There is no hay there. There is no stubble there. All that's there is gold, silver, precious stones. All that is left is good stuff. Then you are his bride. Fit for the king. I mean the king's bride is not going to have some hay and stubble following her. Right? <laughs> I mean this great king is not going to have a bride with some cheap stuff hanging on to her. No. He is marrying a bride that has only bling. Yay. Shining. Hallelujah. And when does that happen? After the fire of judgment before his throne where he, he burns up the chaff in quote, praise God, the wood, hay and stubble. And all that's left is gold, silver and precious stones. And then you have been presented to him by himself. After checking everything. Amen. Isn't it a wonderful thing to know that you can adjust right now? <laughs> and not face it there. Woo, glory. I don't have to give account there if I give account here. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a thought. Let's see if we can pick up these kind of thoughts a little bit from 1 Corinthians 13, first of all. Verse 1 through to... Um, Five. 
ನಾನು ಮನುಷ್ಯರ ಮತ್ತು ದೂತರ ಭಾಷೆಗಳನ್ನು ಆಡುವವನಾದರೂ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಇಲ್ಲದವನಾಗಿದ್ದರೆ ನಾದ ಕೊಡುವ ಕಂಚು ಗಣಗಣಿಸುವ ತಾಳವೂ ಆಗಿದ್ದೇನೆ ನನಗೆ ಪ್ರವಾದನ ವರವಿದ್ದರೂ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ರಹಸ್ಯಗಳನ್ನು ಮತ್ತು ಸಕಲ ಜ್ಞಾನವನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಂಡವನಾಗಿದ್ದರೂ ಬೆಟ್ಟಗಳನ್ನು ತೆಗೆದಿಡುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಬೇಕಾದಷ್ಟು ನಂಬಿಕೆ ಇದ್ದರೂ ನಾನು ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಇಲ್ಲದವನಾಗಿದ್ದರೆ ಏನೂ ಅಲ್ಲದವನಾಗಿ ಅದ್ದೇನೆ ನನಗಿರುವುದೆಲ್ಲವನ್ನು ಬಡವರಿಗೆ ಅನ್ನದಾನ ಮಾಡಿದರೂ ನನ್ನ ದೇಹವನ್ನು ಸುಡುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಿದರೂ ಪ್ರೀತಿಯು ನನಗಿಲ್ಲದಿದ್ದರೆ ನನಗೇನೂ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನವಾಗುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಬಹುತಾಳ್ಮೆಯುಳ್ಳದ್ದು ಕರುಣೆಯುಳ್ಳದ್ದು ಪ್ರೀತಿಯು ಹೊಟ್ಟೆ ಕಿಚ್ಚು ಪಡುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಹೊಗಳಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಉಬ್ಬಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಮರ್ಯಾದೆ ಗೆಟ್ಟು ನಡೆಯುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಸ್ವಾರ್ಥತೆಯನ್ನು ಬಯಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಬೇಗನೆ ಕೋಪಗೊಳ್ಳುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಕೆಟ್ಟದ್ದನ್ನು ಯೋಚಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ Praise God. Think about all that. <clears throat> you know, Jesus looks at us and says, Love your wife, even as I love the church. Isn't that interesting? Well, that's big. You know, that's plenty. In Ephesians, the fifth chapter, we are given this order from verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Amen. Amen. Notice that you cannot give what you don't have. Amen. So you have you have something to give. You have something to give to your wife. You have love. You have things, you have emotions, you have yourself. Even as Christ gave himself as a sacrifice, didn't he? Amen. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church. not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish holy you mean you are holy right now how many can say that they are holy right now well thank god in your spirit you are but there are parts of us that are still being purified how many of you can adjust and say that as true amen step up and say man I'm not as holy as Jesus himself. How can I marry him? Amen. How can I marry Jesus? How can I be the bride in quote in a relationship uh kind of tone? How can I be his bride? How will the king marry this kind of girl? Only after he has presented it to himself, a bride without spot or wrinkle, a glorious church. without spot or wrinkle or any such thing without blemish perfectly holy how how is that possible and then he brings in the 28th verse and says so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies he that loveth his wife loveth himself now you know that your wife is not perfect you can see imperfections but and sometimes if you tell them they may not like it so you may just have to wait till that perfect day comes how many of you know that same thing with husbands you know they're not like jesus exactly but you have to honor them as though they are jesus in the lord amen so we are all a work in progress when is this going to happen ephesians tells us again in the fourth chapter that the fivefold ministry is given to perfect the saints amen for the work of the ministry when is the fivefold ministry going to stop its work it won't stop until jesus comes amen fivefold ministry work does not stop until jesus comes in other words there's still perfecting going on 
We are only spirits that are perfect in, you know, Hebrews 12:22 in Mount Zion. They are spirits of just men made perfect. Hallelujah. Uh, till then, there's a perfecting that's going on. And that is why we need to yield and be merciful and humble ourselves because we are not uh, just free to be humble. We are not free to uh, do the right thing. We are, we are hindered from doing the right thing. We are constantly struggling to do the right thing. With what? Well, the devil out there and with our flesh nature. All of that is going on. That's why Demas, working with the greatest, possibly the greatest apostle that lived, had to forsake him, having loved, loved this present world. If you're talking about a man anointed, a man who's got the goods, Paul had it. And this guy was working with him. He was in his team. How can you do that? Man, you crazy? The love of the present world. The love of the present world. You can be a preacher and you still have to deal with that. You can be in the ministry staff of Apostle Paul and you still have to deal with it. We all have to deal with it. We have to make choices. All of us are going through it. And I'm telling you, one day at a time is enough. Hallelujah. Let's get it in perspective on a daily basis that I am still a work in progress. Hallelujah. And I go to confess my sins. Amen. And I take the word of God for that cleansing so that I can, if you're married, love your wife. If you're not married, love the neighbors, love the people around you. Because there is a length and breadth and depth and height of the love of God. Notice, some of those dimensions deal with uh, an upward relationship. And other dimensions deal with a, you know, a, a sideward kind of relationship. Length and breadth deals with people. Depth and height deals with God. The depths of God. The bathos. The deep things of God. And the heights of God. Amen. So we are not just on some mountain with God alone. We come and have to deal with people. The love of God uh, by revelation helps us to understand how to enter the heights and depths of God and also the length and breadth of relationships with people on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the, the true prayer that the apostle gave us, uh, you know, about the love of God. That's from the Spirit. The Spirit knows the right thing. And our duty uh, has been told to us to, to walk righteously, to walk justly before the Lord, humbly. Amen. And knowing that, Lord, I need more revelation. I need more understanding. I need mercy. Ah, I need to be merciful. I love your mercy. I, I'm in love with the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort. I love that mercy. And I want to be a distributor of mercy, compassion. Feel for them. Be touched with the feelings, emotions. But do the right thing at the same time. Hallelujah. Oh, what a place. Man, it will require wisdom. It will require a lot of wisdom. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Come smoke with me. Come drink with me. If you really love me, you would do that. Our forefather did it. Adam did it. He knew it was wrong, but he loved her in quote and joined her. And so all of us are stuck. If he had said, no, I love you, but I love God more, it would have been a different story. Amen. It would have been different. Say, honey, you can repent. I'm not joining you in that stuff. I love God. 
Whoa. See that? So uh, we're not going to make the same mistake that our forefather made. That's hard. To be able to talk to the, the most beautiful woman in the world as your wife, knock out, in fact, the only woman on the planet and tell her, no, 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 I'm sorry, I, I can't join you. That's, 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 that's off. I mean, who, how many people will do that? See, we would not do better than Adam, I'm telling you. Thank God Jesus did the right thing. Amen. We've said a lot of things. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can read uh, Ephesians 5, 25 to uh, 28 also in Canada. Purashare, Nivu Nimnima Hendati Rangu Pritisiri, Yakandare Kristanu Saha Sabayanu Pritisi Adakagi Tangandu Tane Upisikutanu. Atanu Adanu Vakya Vimba Nirin in the Kuradu Pratishkisi Shuddha Madidalade. Adanu Kadanka Sukku Intadu Yavadu Illade Parishuddhavu Dosha Villadu Agiruva Mahimila Sabaya and Nagi Tanage Tane Samatpisikulla Bekindidane. Hage Purusharu Sahaswanta Shariravanu Pritisikuluva Prakarave Tamma Hendati Ranu Pritisuva Hanginavaragi Dare, Tana Hendati and Nu Pritisuvanu Tananya Pritisikuluvanagi Dane. Amen. I mean, look at Abraham. He, he, at some point, he, he, he just said, man, if Abimelech takes her, that's all right. And she was a knockout. But he had problems. He was not perfect. They were not a perfect couple. Did you notice that? But God still called them the first family of faith. <laughs> so it's not in our strength it's not in our ability and therefore God knows us very well and he's not going to you know marry us with all the junk the junk will be burnt off everything clear everything silver gold precious stones all bling then you get married to this great king amen till then you enjoy faith you get victory you live right you be a testimony but you're not perfect Faith is working. Blessing is working. You're not perfect. Hallelujah. Till that day, after the judgment seat, then you can say, everything with me is perfect. I only have good stuff. All the bad has been burnt up. <laughs> what a place that you are now totally one with Him in all aspects. That you flow with Him completely. That you actually are flesh of his flesh, bone of his bone. Whoa. No wonder you have a glorified body. Amen. Because he has now said, you are just like me. Amazing, isn't it? Wow. That's the sovereign love and mercy of God. It is a foundation that shall not be shaken in the name of Jesus. Everything else we're working we are a work in progress and it will be better to work with it, uh, you know, as much as you can because people are watching. Lives are being affected. Hallelujah. Amen. Especially those of us who have been in the work of the Lord, like Demas worked with him. See, that's not a good story. Amen. So the older you get in the things of God, you should be uh, better. We should have gone higher, not lesser. Amen? Because now Demas has become my topic. 
Why? Because Demas did not stick with the program. If he, if he had stuck with the program, I would not even bring him up. Hallelujah. But this man forsook the greatest minister that lived on the planet. And he took note of it, even though he loved him. Did Paul love Demas? Absolutely. Did he pray for him? Yes. But Demas has his own will. That's why it's called your works follow you. Not Paul's works will follow you. Your works follow you. Paul is praying. Jesus is praying. But we have our will. We have our choice. We have to apply wisdom. And we get our works. And our works follow us. Amen. And thank God you get to heaven. Woo! And the streets are gold. And you have houses or mansions out there to live in. Amen. But then not all stars are the same. Have you noticed that? 1 Corinthians 15 says that each star differs from another in brightness, in glory. Hallelujah. Woo! All the planets are also different. You know, the sun looks one kind, the moon looks one kind, and then these planets look one kind, and stars look different. Amen. Each one with varying glory, the Bible says. Hallelujah. And so we strive, while we're down here, to be in that glorious place and be saying, Thank God, I did some things right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Not, I'm just going to slough off and just not do it. In fact, I'll just walk back because anyway I'm saved. That should not be our desire. Amen. We must love the fact that we're going to shine. Hallelujah. We're going to shine forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice verse 32. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. The church and the relationship with Christ is a great mystery. For mysteries... You need to have someone who opens up the mysteries. And the Holy Ghost does. Amen. You cannot understand it with just a little cranium. It has to be a light of God coming. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 32 also in Canada. Glory to God. So I thank God that we have some things that we can pray, some assistance that we can have from the Holy Spirit, from the things of God. And, uh, you know, God is on our side. Imagine someone hasn't stopped praying for you yet. <laughs> He's praying for you 24-7. Amen. And I thank God that if Jesus is praying for us, it's going to be all right. Amen. Psalm 119 says in verse 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Amen. See how the understanding, spiritual wisdom, spiritual understanding, things that come from the Spirit, it's by the entrance of the word. The word must have entrance. The word must be given access. Amen. So open doors of your heart. Open your ears first of all. Open your mouth. Speak the word. Listen to the word. Let it enter your heart. Because it is life to all that find them. And health to all their flesh. Either God is telling 
just chumma, a bunch of lies, or that's the absolute truth. The entrance of the word will change everything. The treatment we give to the word changes everything. That's why he said, first he helps you with the washing of the water of the word, and then he presents to himself a glorious church. Amen? So there's a part we have to do, and then there's a part that he does. Amen? He gives us the word, and then he presents us to himself through that same word. The entrance of the word is up to us. Isn't it? We allow the word to either come in or to stay out. It knocks on the doors of our heart. And we have choices to make. And we can say, please enter. Light, please come. Darkness always flees even when one match is lit. Have you noticed that? No matter how much darkness there is, if one match is lit, it has light enough to push darkness out of that place. Have you noticed that? It's not the other way around. So guess who the winner is? The word is the winner. The light is the winner. The believer is the light of the world. The believer is the winner. Your little effort in court is pushing darkness away. Hallelujah. God knows that. The entrance of the word is giving you more lumens of light. Increasing the luminosity. Hallelujah. Giving life and health. Darkness all come into that place of sickness, poverty and the curse. That's darkness. The prince of darkness. But the light drives it away. Say amen. How many of us need more light? Man, I need more light. God, help me to allow the entrance of the word and the light into my life. That is where I get my understanding from. That's where I get my illumination from. That is where I see things clearly. Hallelujah. Give me more, Lord. You know, things are clear when you see it from the angle of the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So we were saying that God has given us some particular duty, oh man. Hallelujah. Just laid it out there. He said, this is the way to walk. To just walk justly, rightly, righteously. To love mercy. To walk humbly before the Lord. Amen. Very To love that and to walk humbly. Praise God. It's pretty much cut out for us. I'm, I'm telling you Lord. This is awesome. That God will actually explain to us. Do this, do this, do this. This is what I require from you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I'm, I'm excited about it. So let's see if we can get some slight example on that also that the righteous will not make haste if you're in faith you must also be in love and you must love compassion and show it amen and and there is an endurance that makes you not hurry amen you you know you you will notice that god um does not really um, test us let's say let's just say he proves us notice that the lord Tested or proved Abraham. The Bible says the Lord also proved Joseph. And we are proved to know where we are. You know, what we can handle and so on. Amen. Uh, So these things are real. And God will not prove you beyond what you are able. He knows where you are. But it has to be made known to you also. Where you are. 
Okay, the last time this was the problem. The last time this is where I was. Amen. And people need to see that you also had tests and you passed. Or you adjusted or whatever. And they're all going to account for you eternally also. Praise God. Our performance in all of these things is being observed. Amen. God is noting them in the book of works. The Bible talks about a book of works. Praise God. You will see that in the book of Psalms also. But let's go on to see something here. Acts chapter uh, 25. Sorry, 16. Acts chapter 16. And we can start from 25 where you remember this was uh, Paul in the Philippian jail. And he says, at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. (laughs) This was definitely a time of proving also for Paul. What do you think? Amen. Yeah, for doing the right thing he's suffering. And instead of complaining according to the scriptures he has learned, he has to sing. And it looks like Silas was a good disciple. He also learned well. And he also joined in the chorus. He didn't start complaining. Amen. He's like, all right, let's sing. And they let it rip. I mean, there were no speakers there. But everybody heard them in the prison at midnight. While they were going through the suffering. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Immediately all the doors were opened. Everyone's band Bands were loosed. Wow, that's a special earthquake that releases everybody from captivity. Showing you that God always enjoys praise, especially when it is a sacrifice of praise. Hmm. In the test, in the problem. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. You have not changed. Glory to God. Notice, this is our story, verse 27. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep, Seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Story here. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. This man is being pushed by the pressure of his work and duty and desperation to commit suicide. Amen. He's going to commit suicide. Take out his sword to kill himself. Then Paul comes out and says, Don't do it. Don't harm yourself. We're all here. Just a few seconds, the right word came. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. If he had not paid attention, he would have done it. And guess what the result was? Then he called for a light, sprang in, came trembling, fell down before Paul and Silas, brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, just a few minutes made the difference, in the same hour of the night, washed their stripes, baptized he and all his straight away. When he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them, rejoiced, believing in God with all of his house. Can you see that? If you are hasty, all the story would have changed. But if you just slow down and listen to God, the thing changes into merriment and joy and salvation and blessing. 
Hallelujah. Those who believe, they don't make haste. Amen. Believers are not called to make haste. They are called to calm down and listen. Otherwise, it's suicidal. It's suicidal. Praise God. Praise God. These things happen to all of us. We make rash decisions. May God help us. Maybe we can hear verse 25 uh, to 27, first of all, in Kannada. Can you imagine that guy, if he had committed suicide, where would he go? Hell. But now where is he going? Heaven. <laughs> and is he going to get some rewards? Yes, he fed them even a cup of cold water given in his name. He won't lose a reward for it. And he gave them a meal and rejoiced with them. Woo! Things just changed. Just like that. Man, what will happen if we start calming down, taking in the details, making adjustments? Woof, we can turn things around and have a different story. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. So, Anytime you find yourself uh, under pressure in the, 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 the challenge, in the test, or whatever it is, calm down, praise Him, yield to the heart uh, call for the Word and wisdom of God. Don't deny yourself the Word that time. Increase the input. Increase the gathering to praise Him. Don't reduce it. That's the time to increase it. Don't go with the world and think like them and just do something suicidal. Verse 29 onwards and then notice we can read it all the way uh, 34. Yeah, all the way to 34. ಅವರನ್ನು Glory to God. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Think about this for a minute. Imagine if Paul were not a solid brother and was in a hurry to escape. This guy would have gone to hell. The story would have been different. But you see, Paul is so solid. He's like, <laughs> we're not doing anything to just run away from this right now. We are here to... Elan tutvari me lotu kondu ana. 
Amen. We want to clean the whole thing and produce some reward in heaven. So we're not running, okay, everybody's free, whiz, whiz, whiz. And running off. No. He said, hey, hey, calm down. We're here. We're not run anywhere. He gave that word. Don't do it. And the man heard it. He allowed that word to come in. Suppose he said, I don't care about you and just did it. Be a different story. But he could see, these guys are on a different level, man. They are free and they're still here. These guys are, they are confident about something else. And if he's saying, I'm here, I'm not running away, I care about you. Do yourself no harm. I still have mercy for you. Not, you die now, good for you. I still have mercy for you, man. Don't do that. There is mercy waiting right there to jump all over you and your household. And you can get rewards in heaven. Praise God. And he yielded. The story changed. Amen. Praise God. Jesus definitely is good. His plans are good. If you stick with the program, I'm telling you, you will bless yourself and many multitudes. Hallelujah. Let's worship him. That is worthy. Mantolobo shikatapa. Rahutotopose. Ribodobo robokotapaka. Chef revist. Vreste. Vreste. Vrando. Sembre. Mento. Menocusto. Lord, we thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for the entrance of your word. It giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. Mensto prenti, flendo, brento, mindeles, aprecato, embrigado, embridisto, frala capata, chambra la macasta. We thank you that we are learning, we're receiving instruction, we're receiving counsel so that we can have works, oh, that we can be so excited about. Glory to God, hallelujah, that we get heaven plus all of the benefits of a glorious, eternal dominion in the kingdom that is coming. Oh, we give you praise when Jesus will sit on the throne in Jerusalem, even alongside David, very possibly. Ha ha ha, in the throne of David, manche dobre, ore pacate, lehonovante, that we shall also be there. Oh, thank you, Lord, in glorified bodies, oh, doing the will of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, traversing the universe. Flying through the universe, flying through the planets, swimming with dolphins, flying with the seagulls. Oh, ha, ha, ha. What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what God has prepared for those that love Him. Jambre di brada vravante vizino. Beyond the senses, beyond what we can see right now. Amazing, amazing stuff that you've stored up for us. We are so grateful that we can adjust, we can get back and do the right thing. Thank you, Lord, for mercy. Thank you for grace. Thank you for praying for us. We receive your benefits today. We rebuke the spirit of suicide in Jesus' name. The spirit of hopelessness in Jesus' name. We demand right now that you loose them and let them go in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Father, that you are their daddy and you have your hand and mercy on them. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much, team. You're blessed. Hallelujah. If you like to give, it's a great opportunity. God is a faithful God. Then he will not change his word. His word is settled. 
And therefore you are in a good place to receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, team. You're blessed. It's over.